to the podcast spotlight, the offshoot series of the Economical Rice podcast designed for podcast fans and brought to you by podcast fans. I'm your host, Danny, and today I am truly honored to have one of Singapore's podcasting pioneers, a true OG, Raven Lim. Raven, welcome to the show. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. OG. I'm not sure whether I can claim that, though. <laughs> this actually real OG is uh, Mr. Brown. I think he's the real OG. He started all the way like back in the dark internet days. Dark internet days. <laughs> Right, and until until I can get Mr. Brown on this show, you you'll be the OG until then. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that claim the honor. <laughs> and uh, first, first things first, right? And so I I alluded earlier that you know you've been you're one of Singapore's podcasting pioneers, and uh, certainly with your with your previous show, Tomboy T Rods. I uh, hope they got, I got that right. Yes. <laughs> You're one of the two people who got it right, so it shows that you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I I, li- I listen, and and the first five minutes of that episode was basically the host just explaining it's it's pronounced Tira, not Tyre. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's also one of the running jokes we have with our show. Like we have a couple <laughs> of running jokes, and the name is one of it. Yeah. So you started that quite a while ago, and you ran it for for a number of years, right? Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Okay, so tomboy. Tirat, not tirade. <laughs> it's a it's a show that I founded uh back in twenty thirteen. Mm. So back then, uh, I started this uh me and my friend we started this lifestyle woman lifestyle and entertainment website, and we are thinking like how can we promote it? So because we are both located in different locations, so we thought of this ingenious idea of using a podcast since it's like you know there's no video, you can't tell that we are both in different countries, you know. So yeah, and I think it started as a comedy chat show. I- initially, I wasn't even involved as a uh, co-host. Mm. It was another girl, and then she dropped out, and then the show went uh, through a lot of changes. So from there, it sort of slowly became from a chat show. It became like a interview style show, and then it became like a sitcom <laughs> comedy show, and then it became a multi-host sitcom comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes from there. So yeah, it had a good run. I mean, we interviewed a lot of interesting people, like including like comedians mm. from Singapore and abroad, celebrities, like you know, authors, singers. So basically, uh, whoever we can get our hands on, whoever we liked. So it's basically like you know, a show that doesn't really have a structure in the sense that in terms of the interview, we just like you know, interview them about you know the stuff, what they do, and then. But we want to be like a bit different from other interview shows because, mm. like you know, usually other interview shows is just like questions and answers. But back then we were thinking like you know we want to stand out. Like already we stood out because I back in twenty thirteen, we are one of the one of the very few uh Asian podcasts out there. I mean, yeah. and most of and the few Asian podcasts that are around, most of them are like tech shows. So it's like or shows about Asia. Yeah. But shows about Asia by people who are not Asian. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird feel. So we are like, you know what, we let's just go all the way out. So we decided to do this. Uh we decided to pre- present it in a format. So every every week there's a like a running gag. So we will have very creative scenarios. We are also like very big uh geeks and comic nerds. So we just place ourselves in like, you know, Marvel Universe, Star Wars Universe or or like you know Game of Thrones because yeah. we are a huge fan, and yeah, every week so in different scenarios. Or sometimes we'll just like go back to medieval times, and then 
and then uh, we incorporate our guests into the story. So yeah. like, you know, in between like crazy adventures, like we're trying to, you know, or walk the red carpet or get lost in space. Yeah. We interview, we bring in our guests and we incorporate them and then we interview them. And then after that, and then the running, the final running gag is we always get killed in the end. So it's like, you know, <laughs> it blast off, eaten up by dragons or, you know, like sent back in time. Yeah. So, so that was what we were doing for, for a while. So after that, I took a break. So hmm. for about a year. And then, um, because when I was doing it, it's it sort of like, it was, I felt very alone because at that time there weren't a lot of Singaporeans or even Asians as a whole doing podcasts. So I feel mm. like, you know, although we got a lot of engagement, like we have fans and stuff, but in terms of like, you know, it feels like a solo effort. I don't know. So, there are no other podcasters, right? Yeah. So, but in the, but I think it's starting from last year, there's like a new wave of, uh, Singaporean podcasters. I mean, they were like, you know, they were always uh, Singaporean podcasters. Even after Mr. Brown, I think there were like a few uh, other local shows like Tech 65. And then um, then there's a show, another tech show called Launch Bike. And there's Good Hang. You know, they are, and then I think Dr. Tom has a history of Singapore podcasts yeah. along the way. But it's, you know, it's just always like this few, the same old people. And then suddenly... Like starting from last year, there's like a sudden I don't know I don't know where you guys like spring up. You guys <laughs> spring up like mushrooms after a rain. It just and then suddenly I start to meet my like more and more people. Then I met Ling Ling. Yeah. Then this year I ran into you guys, and then we are like, oh, maybe there's an interest. So we started doing like a series of podcast one hundred and one workshops. Yeah. Uh, for like community outreach, you know, to to just get a sense of who is out there who's into podcasts and. You know, to encourage people to create their own podcast because I've been doing it for a while and and I I really enjoy it, but it's kind of a lonely journey for me until recently. So I mean, it's glad I'm really happy to see like there's like a growing scene. You know, with so many people doing a lot of like amazing things. Yeah. But you, thank you. You have you have not one but two podcasts now. Yeah. <laughs> time. I mean, when I was running my own podcast, I was like no sleep. You know, because I was still doing a full time work. Yeah. And running a so basically, it's like, you know, a couple of years of like zero sleep. So yeah, I mean, um, I totally understand your what, what you're talking about. You know, there's always a pressure as a content creator to keep creating new stuff on and on and on again. And honestly, when you say that, you know, I, I created like two shows, how how do I find the time? I actually, the, the, the reason why I came up with this uh, podcast spotlight, kind of a side podcast, is so to have more time to produce the main show. Because the main show, I, I take... Procrastinating? I, what? Are you procrastinating? It's not... Well, well, some parts procrastinating, but some parts also like... It's it's not easy to keep producing stories that are engaging, like like for, from an uh, economic steam, you know? Yeah. So, and especially production-wise, uh, the most... I, I'm, I'm working with like very limited resources here. I can't go out and, and meet and interview people mm-hmm. as much as I would like to do that, right? And so, so most of the time it's just me doing research, writing out the long scripts, and that takes a while. <laughs> so, so having this, you know, each week, you know, one week I release like a main episode, one week I release like this podcast, but like sort of like spaces it out a little bit, it gives me more time to, to work on the episode, flesh it out. And so, so I don't have this like, like big pressure, like, although the pressure is still there. But it's not as crazy as, as it was uh, before. Yeah. I, I get what you mean because. I think what happened with my 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 end was like um 
I was really lucky because I when I was doing this, I had um I was one of the co-producers. So mm. th- there's another co-producer who actually co-founded the uh, the show with me, and there are four co-hosts. So <laughs> <laughs> in that way, in that way, we rotate. So like you know, sometimes if one person couldn't turn out, there is like three other, and then there are two co. Because there are two of us, so we share the responsibility. So one episode I edit, and the other episode, the other you know, the other episode she edit, and then we take turns producing it. So if I produce it, I'll edit it. You know, so we take turns. But and but even then, it was pretty tough because like um because it's a scripted show, so I have to we have to write the script. So basically, we we wrote. Uh, all the lines about the storylines and the plot lines, which I think you, I, since you have listened, you you know what I mean, right? So yeah. all these are like really scripted, and we we wrote it beforehand. And before we start, we the recording, we also like you know do a bit of like rehearsal, like you know just go through like a, a mini rundown. And then of course, we caught we get the guests, you know. And before we get the guests, we had to do like you know a lot of scheduling and stuff. Yeah. And then we actually record. And after record. Because it's such a complicated show with um scripted lines, with interviews, with it's sound like, effects. It's like a variety show, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just an audio variety show, but you know, and in a storytelling format. Because we are great fans of stories. I mean, mm. in my day job, um, I, I do. I'm a content creator, so I love stories, and I want to, you know, use. I want to, you know, tell my podcast in a more interesting way using a storytelling format. So that was the whole basis uh, behind Tom White Tai uh, Tea Run. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, as, as you can see, we are on Titan. So I, I can't even remember my own show. <laughs> how, how, how often did you release episodes uh, on Tomboy Tea Run? Uh, I did that. I think was like we didn't have a break. Like, you know, if we have a break, it's more like uh, we couldn't catch up. Yeah. Or we are really tired. But. It's once every two weeks. So it was quite strenuous because I think it's only recently, I think with, uh, I think probably about 2014, people start thinking, oh yeah, podcast can be in season. So you can have season one, season mm. two. Back then, I think a few years ago, like in 2013, you know, ish, it's still like, you know, people do regular shows. When they say regular, it means like, you know, either you do a weekly show or you do like um once in two weeks. It's considered yeah. not frequent enough, but... And it was really quite draining because, like, you had to keep churning content and content. Even with two two co-hosts and no, even with two producers and four co-hosts, it gets really, really tiring. And yeah. then, of course, you have a day job and I have to run a website, so it's like total madness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I do it. So I that's why I'm like, okay, I think I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can imagine, man. So I'm I'm just dying to know, right? Because one of the one of the episodes that I listened of Tomboy T right. Yeah. I just happened to click on it. Was the Fifty Shades of Grey award ceremony, <laughs> the one with some talking cock as a guest or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, I, I, so, so that that one that one was was out like years ago. But then I'm just dying to know whose idea was it, and and how did you manage to get the guest to to play such a I would say convincing role? <laughs> yeah. Remember, because that was like a few years ago. But I think if I'm not wrong, right, Gary had had this show. Okay, this is another Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, he has a 
I think he has on the show called Talking Cock, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a comedy series. He was like, it was a comedy show he was doing. So, okay. so he already had the show. And so it's like a, it was like a crossover episode, like, sort of thing. Yeah, so we, so we kind of like, you know, when I listen, I think I, I can't remember. I think I came across his show and I thought it was really interesting. And mm. I actually went to watch his show. So I thought like, you know, why not we just like incorporate his characters uh, I think there was another female co-host as well, I remember. So we brought both of them in and then we sort of incorporated to something really nuts and we go all out. So <laughs> yeah, we are, we are kind of, as you can tell, we are explicit. Uh, so <laughs> but, yeah, I think that is actually not as wow. I think we have like a few other episodes, which is like, you know, with some, it's just like, you know, we are like, we're totally, we're not even R-rated, we're probably X-rated, you know. <laughs> So, so pushing the boundaries which is great because we are on podcast because there's no censorship <laughs> in my job when I used to work for podcasters they are like oh you can't do this yeah. you know you can't talk about sex you can't talk about you know a lot of things so yeah I think when you're on the internet and it's like you know free for all you just you know go a bit yeah, wild I mean, I mean, it's a, free, it's a free show, right? You, you can't really complain too much about that. You, yeah, you don't like it, you just don't listen. Uh. Yeah, there's no sponsor or nothing, so we answer to no one. <laughs> <laughs> we ourselves. So we, and, and that is pretty simple. We just want to do something as funny and entertaining and hopefully, you know, inspire people along the way. So yeah. I think one of, the, um, one of the feedback we got like is like, you know, they a lot of fans, they found us outrageous and really funny because like, I guess... <laughs> I guess a, a lot of Asian women, I mean, now now there is like more of us coming on board and you know, speaking our, our voices. But a few years ago, there are not that many like uh, female comedians or like, you know, comedic voices out there. Yeah. So, and so I think when people hear us and they, they their feedback is like, you know, they like that we, we speak our mind. We are not afraid. We have zero sensor. <laughs> we have zero, probably have zero brains. Yeah. That's probably the thing, like, you know, we have zero brains. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we are, like, outrageous and we just go all out and they just like the... It's about a very refreshing thing yeah. because we all know that Asian women, we are not as submissive, you know, and, well, some of us are, but not all of us. I mean, we all have opinions. I mean, not just, I, not just like, women, but men. We all, like, you know, we Asians, we all have our opinions. We all have, you know... Yeah, exactly. And perspective on things, and and is and for the longest time we are pretty like quiet because we are pretty slow to the game. I think it's only like recent years we start you know catching up. And now you have like I was like looking on iTunes. We have podcasts from Philippines, China, Hong Kong. Like we are we are catching. We are finding our voices. You know. Yeah, and and and, and, and of course, and of course, like one one big reason why podcasts are, are catching on in Asia, right? It's because the scene is is actually booming all around the world, particularly from like um, America and, you know, UK and stuff like that. Big, they're, 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 nowadays, they're like big studios producing like like amazing shows and then like 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 even feature documentaries or full-length seasons of, of like audio dramas and stuff. So all, podcasting has come a long, long way, man. Yeah, I know. It, and, and that's that's. A- why we are talking today, right? Because we want to <laughs> talk about audio dramas. Yes, <laughs> yes. podcast, depending yes. on how you want to phrase it. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I guess this is a a good segue to to talk about the first show then, and for today's two podcasts that Raven will be sharing, right? Both of them are audio dramas, and when yes. I when I first listened to them, I've just have to say this that it just completely blew me away in terms of how 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 content was being uh, expressed through audio form. I just never heard something like that before in, in terms of the creativity and the output and stuff like that. So, so without further ado, I know you're super excited to talk about these shows. The first show we're going to talk about is this one called The Bright Sessions. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what can you tell us about this? Well, I think to put it very simply, it's like therapy for superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all you need, right? Yeah. I, yeah. And and I liked it because it was like very creative. I mean, like these days, like, you know, superheroes are like so common now. Like, like 10 years ago, you wouldn't have, you would be like, oh, when Avengers, they all first cut, coming to TV and Wonder Woman and Superman and, you know, Iron Man, they're, it was like new and refreshing, but now today it's like, you know, superhero stories are a dime a dozen. Exactly. And, and it takes a, it, it has to be really special for a superhero show to stand out. And I think this is what, I consider this one of the like sort of stand out series. I mean, there are actually other superhero series uh, for podcasts as well. But this is interesting because it presents them in a very different way. So there's this therapist called Dr. Bright. Mm-hmm. So um, every week we 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 hear her therapy sessions. Now she talks to these patients, and at first they seem like you know mm, like oh emotional problems, you know. And then but when you listen carefully, and as the show develops, you realize they all have like superhuman abilities. Yeah. But but in the show they are actually not called mutants or superheroes. They are actually called the typicals. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know whether that's like a copyright issue or something. <laughs> I, thought, but, I actually thought that was like a, a, a really smart move because, you know, you're, you're talking about how this is, how, how you see it as a superhero show, right? I, I see it more of like, it's a show about normal people, but with, with like these weird abilities. In a sense, it's a different way of portraying. Like, you know, when you think about superheroes, they're out there saving the world. You know, they're, they're, they're flying all around over the place. They got big muscles and stuff like that. You know, but then it, it, it's, it's, it's nothing like that in this show. And, and I don't know if you could call it really a superhero show at all. It's basically just people with, with problems, but, and the problem yeah. is, is, uh, specifically having these weird abilities. Uh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I think mutants will be more like it. Uh. Yeah. I think I think the the better comparison because I'm trying to like, you know, think of ways that, you know, people can relate to. Probably like X Men. I'm mm. I'm a huge X Men fan because I always like the fact that, you know, like superheroes they are like gods and they are like, you know, aliens. But when it comes to mutants, they are actually humans but they are born with like uh special ability. Exactly. And, yeah. And and it's like it's and unlike like superheroes where you know well people are like oh my goodness Superman can fly it's like you know their powers are like a source of admiration and yeah. respect but when it comes to, but when it comes to mutants like people are scared of them like you know what if this person has the will to control you like would you be scared of someone who can actually control you yeah like a demon one of the characters and then there's another character Sam who travels with time. Which sounds really cool in theory, but if you met somebody who can just like disappear in the teen air. Yeah, because because it's not voluntary, to... right? No, yeah, it's not. And yeah. they, I think it's a very interesting uh question. It's like at first when I 
when I my impression is like, are they trying to say when I first listened to the podcast? Like, I was thinking like, actually, my first thought was like, are they trying to portray uh mutant powers or or like you know uh these po- this kind of like supernatural powers as like a mental disease because that's because they're in therapy, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Sure. And but. But it's interesting. So, and then you can hear them having their problems, like how they, you know, try to um, factor in school. Like, like Celeb, I think, I remember he saw uh, some football Ke- kid, right? Caleb, kid yeah. Like, the, the Caleb, empath. sorry, yeah. He, he's, he plays football, he's gay, and he has, you know, problems fitting in. And, yeah. And, and I thought it was really interesting. Like, you know, if you take out his super, you know, if he's a super ability, he's like a normal teenager. And I think he's one of the... He's, I think his character is quite really relatable. I mean, I yeah. really enjoy his story with him and Adam, you know. Yeah. And it's quite like a positive, very positive portrayal of a LGBT relationship for for a young teenagers. So I, because of that, I think, um, it was they I think his character is considered one of the most like uh, one of the more popular and very inspiring for a, a lot of audience were listening. Yeah. But my personal favorite was Sam because. I mean, I just like very fascinated by the concept of time travel. I've always been very fascinated, and then, you know, to and that, and then there's a consequence, you know, to her time travel. You know, it mm. affects her life. She has no life because, like, how is how are you gonna explain to someone? How can you like fall in love, have a relationship, have a boyfriend when you're like, you know, you can just suddenly disappear for like, or how how can you keep a pet or something? Like, yeah, <laughs> nobody will feed your cat when you just disappear and things like that. Like, like the struggles they go through, like very mundane struggles, but very real struggles that exactly. go through with their daily life. But instead, but you know, instead of just like, but presented it like a, in a form of a super ability, which I thought was very interesting, and I really liked the way, um, they do it. And then, but after a few episodes, you realize that there's actually an overarching art because of Doctor, and you wonder what is her motive. Right, you realize that she is not you know, as, you know, like, you know, she's not a typical therapist and there's a background. I'm not sure how much I want to spill because I don't want to accidentally give away all the spoilers. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really hard. Like, you want to talk more about it, but at the same time, you don't want to, like, like you know, um, give up, give the story away, especially. Yeah. It's, like, it's like talking about a, a, a TV series. Like, you're, you're trying to talk about as much as you can, but you just don't want to give the whole story away. So, yeah. yes, you can't say a Dr. Bright, she has a secret. She has a lot of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, they have ulterior motives, you know, she has a history, she has ulterior motives, and, you know, she also is antagonist with someone, so, yeah. well, I don't know. But, I, I really liked it. Like, it, it, it's a, the whole show is very solid. I feel... And the whole production value is very high. Like they, they got mm. really good actors, like voice actors. Like you know, you know the, the challenging part about um audio drama or fictional podcast, I felt is like because there's no visual, so there is not there's nothing to help you, and you have to like create it. And mm. and one thing I like about Bright Sessions is that there's actually very few like effects. They don't really use so much effects actually. Yeah. So a lot of it is car- carried by voice acting. So you have you have to be good. you have to be your character in character to be able to carry the roles and tell the story basically through dialogue. Like you, you like you said to me because we had, we had the discussion right before this recording. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, and I think it's and the story writing the the di- 
is very well written and everything yeah, is yeah absolutely it's, it's just like a tv drama but minus the visuals yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like sorry for dominating the whole conversation because i was like so <laughs> so no, no no worries no worries i can i can tell you were super excited to talk about this so it's okay yeah yeah i, I mean i I, t- I totally agree with you like the the what i especially love about this show right it's uh one thing is the, the writing as you mentioned it's it's really solid. It, the, the way, especially the way they sneak in the story, because for the first three episodes, right, it's just three back to back therapy sessions. So yeah. they're these like short ten to fifteen minute uh, audio sessions, right? And then, mm. like you said, the the production in terms of um, sound, it's very sparse. It's just the two voice actors talking. Mm. So it's literally like a, a like a therapy session, and yeah. it's just that. So so the first three sessions, right, you hear. You hear Dr. Bright talking with, uh, first it was, uh, I believe it was Sam Barnes, the time yeah. traveler, right? And then the second one was Caleb Michaels, whose, whose ability is, he is an empath, so he can feel other people's feelings. And, yeah. you know, in high school, this becomes very, very <laughs> problematic. Uh. Yeah. And also because, like, you know, he's, he's playing football and it's like a very masculine sport. Like, you know, yeah. Just, uh, not talked about your feelings, but he's like feeling everything. Exactly. When you're like, not supposed to talk about feelings, you know, as a guy, I have to be strong, I have to be macho, but I'm playing football, but I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> by everyone. And I, and I kind of like another person who is a bit like, you know, outsider. And but you know, I'm not sure whether I should embrace like my you know gender yeah. identity. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I don't know if that's giving the the sort of story away a little bit. Uh, him him being uh, uh gay with uh, this other character on the show, but yeah. but his whole but Caleb's sort of backstory and the reason why he he he's into therapy, he's going to therapy, right? Well, it was because um he was in class. And there's this one, so, so he sort of, uh, feels, he sort of gets all these emotions from different people, right? But yeah. in this one particular class, so he goes into Dr. Bright session and then he's venting. He's venting mm. and then he's saying that in this one class, there's this one kid who is so damn sad. <laughs> and it's just making me so sad because that's what he does, right? As an empath, he sort of adopts the, the feelings that other people have. And so he keeps venting out about to 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 her about like why why is this kid so sad? It's bugging the hell out of me. It's like making me so, <laughs> so mad. <evil. laughs> so mad, so emo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this kid is one of those weird emo types. Sorry, he's different. I guess he he's in every one of my classes, and he's always drawing these pictures and listening to like like stupid sad folk music, and it's so fucking distracting. I'm so, I'm sorry. That's all right. It's good to express your frustrations. Does this boy... What's his name? Adam. Does Adam bother you during class? Talk to you? Not really, no. But you find him distracting? Yeah, I mean, he's he's just... He's so sad, like, all the time. And it, it's it's... It makes you sad. Yeah, no shit. It makes me sad. Whenever he's in the room, I can't feel anything else. I, I just feel his, his stupid emo-ness crawling all over me. And it's it's just, it's not fair, okay? I, I don't care that he's sad. A lot of people are sad. Just fucking deal with it. What, what does it have to do with me? Remember what we talked about, Caleb. Responding with anger is not productive. Okay, I know you say that, but I think I think you're wrong. When, when I get angry, the other stuff goes away. But you're not dealing with it. I thought that was just... 
Oh, that was just fantastic. Especially when, when the character is like a, a football player, he's supposed to have this like, yeah. you know, macho, rugged outside, right? But here he is in like a therapy session. He's like going all crazy and shit. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 yeah. So I agree with you. I absolutely love his character. Yeah. 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 And then, um, of course, the, the third episode, which we introduced to, to the third, uh, sort of, sorry, the fourth main character, it's, uh, Chloe Turner, who is. Yeah. <laughs> And her case is so is, interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so her case is so in- pretty interesting because she came in on the premise that she can, she she can hear angels speaking. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so Doctor Bright at, at first found this to be extremely weird, and mm-hmm. then, but but then this girl was like super adamant. Oh, these are angels talking. These are angels talking. But then actually, turns out she can just hear people's voices. Uh. So yeah. it's like so she's actually like a mind reader. What they call a telepath. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's not really amazing, though. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But imagine meeting someone like that in your in in <laughs> in real life. I think I'd be freaked out. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with that person ever. <laughs> yeah, and 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 speaking of that, right? I I just admit for this character Chloe, I believe, if I'm not wrong, is actually the writer of the show who plays Chloe. Yes. Okay. So so you can imagine, right? You know, now now you have this character who can read minds. The, the dynamic between that character and anyone else instantly mm. changes. And then going forward, right, whenever she appears in a podcast, that just, the writing just, just displays that abs- absolutely brilliantly. It's like the most flawless adaptation of, uh, of, of mind reading I've ever seen. And it's just audio, you know. Yeah, it is. And also, she's a very important uh, character. Mm. I am, I hesitate to tell, like, you know, diverge more of the story, but she gets involved very interestingly and let's just say that she has a very good friendship with Dr. Bright yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and we, we just, should stop there <laughs> we just leave it at that <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah this is an absolutely brilliant brilliant uh, audio drama definitely give it a listen I guarantee definitely. you once once you listen to like the first three or four you'll get hooked <laughs> somebody <laughs> told me they listen to like what one season in a day <laughs> I listen I are listen you, are you working really <laughs> 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 my my work is uh how do I how do I put this okay I I I've mentioned this to like Josiah and a few other people so as a uh, as I, I'm like I mean like second second year of like audit work mm. and so for the sort of the the the, the associates yeah. in a, in an audit role what you do most of the times you do this thing called vouching so <laughs> vouching is basically you just want to make sure that you know the whatever they 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 did is actually accurate. So, for example, if they if they said they sold something in their accounts, then you have to go and find that invoice or whatever, yeah. right? So most of the time, right, when when I'm doing this kind of vouching work, I don't really have to think that much. I just have to match the details. <laughs> so so that so that day when I first started listening to Bright Sessions, I had like a whole day of vouching ahead of me. Right, so so I was so you just there. To the entire season a day. <laughs> yeah, so I was just there flipping through like invoices and bank statements, and I was just like getting caught in this story. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, if you're an auditor and you have time like that, <laughs> definitely listen to this. All right, so last thing uh, before we move on to the next one, right? Before we move on to the next show. I just want to ask you, since this show is about atypicals and abilities and stuff like that, what is one ability that you want to have? Okay. Or, or that you would like to have, I should say. I, I really thought long and hard about this. I mean, <laughs> You're anticipating the question already. Yeah, I know, but this is a discussion I have with my friends. You know, mm. we had 
I don't know. Maybe, I don't know when it's an average person discussion, but we, we discuss things like that, you know, like what kind of sperm natural powers we have. Maybe yeah. me and my friends are kids, or like what do we do in, in when a zombie apocalypse comes? Do you want to be <laughs> first? Do you want to like, you know, be the, like those people who survive, like the members of the world who are bettering the working day? Or do you want to be the first wave that get wiped out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like that. And what is, uh, you know, loss really about? So yeah. yeah, I think my super the supernatural power the sorry the superhero power I won't change the time but I think I think in, right now I feel that I would could do be being invisible I think invisible <laughs> is pretty good you know you can get right. things done you can you know be a you can you know I can spy on people <laughs> you can... I, I'm I'm naturally a very curious person you know I'm, I'm right. curious. Uh well you know to spy on people to <laughs> into places hmm yeah to learn about secrets Oops, yeah just <laughs> repeat myself but yeah <laughs> I, I like being like invisible because I think it gets you to places you get it gets you know being a busybody like me I just like to listen like you know find out more about people know what yeah. they're talking about know their fit know their thoughts their ideas that. This, you know, it really always interests me, and of course, yeah, you know, maybe do a few things on the hmm. maybe this, the bank would mean the bank would not notice if, like, you know, a couple <laughs> of hundred thousand dollars went missing. Tr- trust, I trust me, I, 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 I audit banks, they know when a hundred thousand is missing. <laughs> <laughs> you can see who take it or something, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, what happened to the money? You know, <laughs> what do you see that? Bank of that that van walking away by itself. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but I mean, I guess that speaks to sort of your more curious nature. It's, it's not it's not like an insidious uh, sort of uh, intention to 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 want to be invisible. It's more that you want to go deeper and and go into sort of sort of sneak into like the nooks and crannies of people's lives and then like see what the the real story is about, right? True. Yeah. But it, but you can't deny that it's very inco- it's very convenient to be invisible you know <laughs> <laughs> financially speaking very yeah, convenient very, yeah, it's very convenient So, so yeah, so that is it for the first podcast. Let's move on to the second one. So this, yep, the second one. It's totally different, right? (laughs) Totally different. It's an, it's an audio drama. It's a fictional audio drama as well, but it's a completely different flavor. So this one is called Wolf 359. So Raven, what can you tell us about this? Oh, okay. I, let me. Let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a very it's very complicated drama to talk about because like Yes, there's a lot of backstory and a lot of things going on, right? Like this is mm. also I think it's about four seasons as well. It just ended, I think, end of last year. Mm. So I mean, I guess the best way to, to be but be, being a kind of person, you know, I always like to give like a one liner to a show. Yeah. I would say that it's like a maybe like a serialized space opera. Do you think so? Serialized space opera. Dra- yeah. Drama, you know? 
serialized space drama. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's just about right. Yeah. So, yeah. so the uh, it centers on this guy, this uh, communications officer, Doubt Eiffel. Mm-hmm. So he's like this like smart ass pop culture loving guy who is probably a, not a, the most efficient, you know, space officer. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, USS, uh, what's this? What's the space station called? Uh, Hephaestus. Hephaestus, and yeah. Yeah. And and this space station is like uh it's sort of like revolving around this uh like I think it's a dwarf right dwarf yeah it's star. a dwarf dwarf star or something yeah, like that three five nine or something Ooh, three five nine so mm-hmm. but it's nothing to do with Star Trek though because I know there's a very as a Star Trek fan I know there's a, a you know a uh, a uh, episode on you know Wolf three five nine but no no it's not it's yeah. different <laughs> <laughs> this is, has nothing to do with Star Trek because I have like. I read of people saying that, oh, I, I thought that this is a Star Trek show, but actually it's not really. <laughs> it's a totally different show. But it is like, it started off very different, actually. Because mm. I'm not sure how much I've listened to. Like, initially, it, it's like, um, it's like an audio log, you know, about this guy. So every episode, he, he's, he, the first, I think, the first season, mainly, he was like, you know, logging himself, you know, talking yep. about day-to-day life. And they're like, and it's like, um, yeah. And I think one of my favorite episode was the, I think the, the one from, about from season one, right? Season one. Uh, I think it's the secret candy. I think the the, the what candy? Oh, secret right. candy. Remember oh yes, 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 yes. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember in the episode he was like, you know, sick, and then the um the medical officer was like feeding him like you know, yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got sicker, and then got you know. <laughs> And then he was like thinking, did get deluded, thinking that the doctor is poisoning him. Then yeah. he recovered. Like, ah, oh, no, it's just my imagination. But then, yeah, at the very end, there's a twist. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And, I, and it's like very smart Alecky in a way, but it's a bit funny. He, it's very, it's like a kind of like a dry humor going on as well. Like, you know, the, the, the plant monster, like who just, yeah. they never caught the plant monster. It's just like somewhere in the vans. And <laughs> entire season one running around. Mem- like, member, and, member of the crew, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's very weird stuff like that. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of another drama called, I think, Welcome to Night Vale. It's also a very uh, established. Yes drama uh, about this uh, fictional town with like slightly all big characters but this but in this case it's like a space station and then and then basically he's stuck there with his uh commanding officer um mm-hmm. and then an ai hera Hera, which i really love i think yeah. she's the funniest ai <laughs> yeah yeah and, and speaking of this ai this ai is literally a, a crew member she has a character character of her own and everything yeah she is and and the thing the best part is like you know the the everybody evolved like along the seasons they all change along the way because a lot of things happen you know so, and and it's like at first it's like you know you, it, it is also very slow i think slow to build like the first few episodes you're like huh is this guy or oh, man i can't stand him i want to slap him like yeah but then when you listen more then you realize that hmm, there's a lot of weird things going on this space station like you know very a very sinister medical officer with very sinister motives about yeah. that's you know and then this one monster that's like running around <laughs> you should never get a catch it <laughs> you know, like, like when you watch like Star Trek or something, if, the, if something escapes in the space vents, they're always like, "Oh my, my goodness! I need to catch it and I need to 
destroy it, you know. Yeah. And this is like, um, oh shit, I can't find it. There's only three of us. Ah, oh, just let it, you know. <laughs> I just, I just hope I don't run into it when I'm on my cigarette break or something. <laughs> I'm like, why is this thing running around? And yeah, and I, and I really liked it. I, I think that they all have very distinctive characters, and then along the way, as they have faced like obstacles, because it's really tough for the on a living life on the station, you know. Mm, they've and been they've, they've they've been on the ship for like I don't know how many years already or something. Four years and 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 at first it's like you know just a mission, but then you realize that they are like some weird things happening, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they are wondering: Is there life beyond? Is there life in outer space? Do aliens sense this? I think there's like existential existential questions about you know. I mean, there are a lot of teams like going about it, you know, exactly. Like, about things like mental health, abuse, you know, oh, the yeah, yeah, good yeah. versus the individual, capitalism, yes. isolation, because like, you know, being isolated, they all go crazy. And you wonder, <laughs> it's like, are they really going crazy? And, but, or there's something making them crazy. So there's always like some kind of like, you know, underlying, like a bit sinister team going on amid the humor and, uh, you know, the offbeatness. Mm. There's always like something like deeper happening which I can't, which we can't, you know, talk about <laughs> it because we're going to review the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's great to talk about the characters because they are so multifaceted. It's like, yeah. the it's just not, it's not like solely evil. He has, they have like motives and stuff. So yeah, exactly. Everybody's not what they seem. So yeah. 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 All right. So yeah, just, just to get like a, a brief breakdown here. So the first season of this show, right, Wolf 359, I yeah. think now, now that I'm thinking about it, it, it kind of plays like Futurama a little bit in terms yeah. of like the wackiness of the, 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 the stuff that they do and all. Especially but, the first few episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but, but, but mainly, right, the, the way it is presented, it is told through, um, audio logs. Or like audio audio journals from uh the 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 main narrator this guy the the character's name is Doug Eiffel who's supposed yeah. to be the comms officer of this of this uh, ship called the Hephaestus yes right and then uh there are the other crew members are the the lieutenant commander who is yes. the in charge of the entire operation and her name is uh, Renee Minkowski yeah who's this a uh, very hard ass very by the books uh by the books sort of uh, a character yeah. Yeah. I think there was a. I think one of the logs that he was making fun, he was having problems pronouncing her name. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, what? How did I get a name? And she, he couldn't get the name right. I think it was like a block of a block he did. Like you know, the I think the second day when he was aboard and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's like you know trying to he, figure he, out things out. He couldn't. Yeah, because he wants to impress her, right? He doesn't want to yeah. create like a bad impression. But he couldn't get the name right. <laughs> There was a running gag, right, about this uh uh this book. Why we call it the manual? Yeah. Yeah. Then, so so yeah. So there's this running gag about because because uh you know renaming the the the, the commander is this like sort of hard ass character. So like total so, opposite, of that, basically. Exactly opposite of Doug Eiffel. So uh in one of the earlier episodes, she tries to get Doug to read this manual uh which is called like the Price and Cooper Thousand Rules for 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 surviving through space travel or something yeah. like that. Anyway, she says, she says, oh, this is like mandatory protocol reading, you know, get this done, get, read everything uh, back to me. So then as a running gag, right, Eiffel has this thing with Minkowski, whereby Minkowski actually mentioned to Eiffel once that I know every single rule in this book, which is like a thousand rules, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so like in ran- randomly in conversation, Dark Eiffel would just say, "Oh, Rule Three Fifty Nine. Oh, Rule Six Hundred. Oh, Rule Eight Hundred. <laughs> just to try and catch a catch a Minkowski off guard." Yeah, I think I like that. It was, that was so funny. Like you know, he <laughs> yeah. always, and he thought that he can get away, but he never quite get away with it because she <laughs> remembered every rule. Yeah. So so yeah. So she's that mm. kind of character, and then, uh. I think, oh, oh yeah, so, so, I guess the next character that we should talk about is, uh, the, the ship's operating system. Mm. So the ship has an AI, and as we yeah. mentioned, it's like, has a character of, of, uh, of its own, and, and its name is, uh, Hira, but yeah. it's, it's sort of a female character. So I guess going forward, I, I just, I just, uh, treat her as a, as a female character, though. Yeah. Yeah, so Hira is this sort of. You'll be pretty offended uh, if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, so, yeah, it's, I actually found this one a, a little bit weird at first mm. because I thought they were just, uh, you know, may- maybe they were just toying the line between AI and and actual character. You know, mm. they were ju- they were ju- they're just trying to be be a little smart at the writing, trying to blur the lines a little bit because you 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 know that uh, in in like like shows where they have AIs who actually have sort of characters, they never really go all the way with it, right? Yeah, I think there are quite a few shows, right? Like X Machina, I think mm. I Robot. The Westworld, they also have an AI, right? But it's yeah. not. It's it. They, I don't know. They, but none of them has like you know feel so real. Like, he, yeah, yeah. As her, she's like she's real. She she really. Sometimes I forgot that she was like you know she's AI. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just the in way the, she, yeah. Exactly in the in the manner that she speaks, she interacts, mm. the way she does a dialogue. She even you know uses sarcasm. She even has sass and character. It's yeah. For all intents and purposes, this is an actual you know fully fleshed out human character in the show itself. Yeah, and not just some AI AI system <laughs> in the <laughs> ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, the the last the last character, and she say, and I should say this is the the one of the more complex characters. Yeah. But but that's I think maybe <laughs> revealing a bit too much already. But anyway, <laughs> is this is this uh is the chief science of officer of the ship, and his yeah. name is uh Alexander Hilbert. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he is the he he has a Russian accent, but it's not unconvincing. Though. I think that the part about <laughs> the accent, the part, the only grip I have with him is really about his accent. I mean, not about his acting. Is like I think I, I think actually they're both acted by the same character, right? Exactly. You know, I just found out that both yeah. Eiffel and Hilbert are, are voiced by the same yeah, guy. Yeah, same guy. But it's so fake, you know. Like yeah. I wasn't sure whether he is a point to be so fake or he has to. <laughs> To be like, you know, it's not even authentic Russian accent, right? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean. trying, think, putting an ad, uh, accent that they think is Russian. <laughs> well, I mean, they gotta, they gotta create some antagonism at the start, right? And probably you they know. have no budget for another guy, I no, guess. No, budget, <laughs> no, no, no budget for actual Russian actors. <laughs> 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 so they had to jump, but yeah, but it was really funny. I think I think it's the episode that they had a medical checkout, right? The mandatory. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and then that was like trying to hide from it. <laughs> yeah. So 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 yeah. In the first season, right? Actually, um, the, the this uh, science officer, he he has a Russian accent, but he's actually being portrayed as this sort of kooky character. Mm. Yeah. Like like even even his uh sort of supposed formal job title, right, or mm-hmm. role on that mission was if I'm not wrong, was he was to sort of uh study the radiation coming from Wolf Three Five Nine. Yeah, 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 it is. So so as to extract uh minerals to make better soap or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so 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 yeah, so throughout the throughout the first season he he does all these wacky experiments like uh, you know the, the the plant monster was also one of his pet projects which yeah, became an actual which became an actual pet. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cigarette candy. And then the cigarette candy. Oh and there's there's the coffee as well. Because they, they, they ran out of actual coffee, so he used like seaweed extract to make yeah, like yeah. a substitute or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> So yeah, the first season He's being portrayed as this cookie character, but but there are undertones though. Like they already start setting, so hope, hopefully not to give it too much away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 I I I just say this lah. Mm. You li- you listen to this. The first season is a bit of a slow burn because because it's a bit more sitcommy than drama. Yeah. Uh, in the way the first season runs, but in that last episode, holy shit! <laughs> I, I oh my god. Was, I was the changing point right actually well I well either, either either the last or the second last yeah second yeah. last they were like back to back right it's like christmas that nobody will forget <laughs> oh yes 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 oh yeah yeah yeah. remember it's a two it's a two-parter season yeah finale. yeah like, yes i think i read an interview uh the show creator she was saying that um it took them about 10 episodes before they finally get the show right so that's mm. why it feels like a bit disparate like the first 10 episodes feels like it could be another oh. show like you said like a uh, future drama kind of thing going on but, yeah yeah but i think the tone start to change so it became something more you know more like an actual drama drama with yeah. characters developing of which we should not t- talk about yeah, yeah. too much because we'll give the whole yeah. show and, but <laughs> let, 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 let's just yeah. say that shit shit just just turned real in this uh in this season finale and then this is where like the, the overarching story like just boom came into came into the forefront. Yeah. It's it's what exposed the I think the motives of everyone. Yeah. Mm. Especially mm. of a particular especially the Russian. I don't know. <laughs> Russian. I think he sounds so fake though. It's like <laughs> I couldn't take it because I actually heard a lot about this drama. It's like I think it's one of the like critically acclaimed ones, like uh audio drama. I think it was like they, it was, I think it's always like the top 25. Mm. Yeah, it was wrong, ranked top 25. There's like a huge cult. But at the same time, it's really a cult following because like there, there's not a, so much conversation. I mean, compared to like the Bright Sessions, there's actually less conversation about Wolf Tree. Mm. In fact, I didn't, I didn't really know about this, um, this uh, drama until much later because I sort of get drowned out. But then when I listened to it, I was like, why? This is so much better than a lot of the popular audio dramas. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I just want to make that, that, that comparison mm. also because I think it's, it's, it's good that you brought that up. Mm. So in terms of like the show format, right, this is uh, pretty different from Bright Sessions. Bright yeah, Sessions, so the, the production-wise... Sorry? Yeah. Night and day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, night and day, literally. So Bright Sessions, the production-wise, as we mentioned, is pretty sparse. Though the the voice acting and and the story writing is really solid, but most of the time it's just people talking, right? Yeah. But then with Wolf Three Five Nine, you've got music, you've got sound effects, you've got all this background, uh, uh ambient ambient noise and everything, and then you've got it, it's it's a full full sort of uh audio drama production, uh. and then and then also I I I I guess I want to make this point about the the storytelling as well, mm-hmm. the 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 actual story itself because. I'm not sure if, if it's maybe maybe because of like the the, the theme of uh, the bright sessions that that limits it or something. But once I started listening more and more into Wolf Three Five Nine, and once mm. the the real story kicked in, I thought like, wow, this is actually a crazier story, a better story than the bright sessions one. 
then, because the, the bread session is sort of YA. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, it gets a little bit... I, I mean, like, you, 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 you've seen and you, you know what happens. La. Yeah, you kind of, yeah. you kind of guess. La. I, think, I think the thing about uh, Bright Sessions is, like, I think they try to build out certain, like, storylines, but mm. it can feel anti-climax at times, I feel. So, th- like, it builds out and then it's all, like, you know, like, it goes up, it goes down. But whereas for Wolf 359, right, you, you feel that ep- every episode, it's really building out to something. After this one, it really takes me when there's so little conversation about this um this uh series because like you know like bright session. If I if I if I can't remember a certain point or if I clarification, I just go Reddit and then you know I can find the answer. Mm. <laughs> for Oof three five nine, because so hard, there are so few people talking about the show. It's like I actually have to like look for the transcripts to like read the transcripts <laughs> or like really listen back to find out all the things that I've been missing because like yeah and there's like so many details like I kind of it's so dense like there's yes. a lot of certain details here and there like when you're talking to me then suddenly I remembered like you know he was actually discovering soap because like I'm so yeah. like I'm because you're, I, so, I, you're so far ahead in the, <laughs> in, the se- in the seasons already right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, really, like, I, fo- I totally forgot that he was there. Yeah, that, that's why he had, they had the, he was, he locked himself out, right? In, in yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> which I want to give you a way, but that was a very funny episode where he's like, you know, he, he wants to hold hostage. Like, <laughs> yeah. to the toothbrush, <laughs> the toothpaste situation. To- toothpaste, yes. <laughs> one of the standout episodes of season one. Yeah. They fight, they fight over a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> Right? I mean, yeah, you, know, yeah. you need your, your comfort, so exactly. Yeah, you need your coffee, you need your cigarettes, and you need your your toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the word you use that dense to describe the the contents of the the story. Yeah, that's that's I think that's the perfect word. The the perfect word for it, yeah. because especially as you we were talking about earlier, you know, there were there's like so many different themes that's going on. You know, there's like the like 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 themes of mental health, themes of like capitalism, themes of like existentialism, themes of like meeting, you know, uh, other life forms out there. It's, yeah. I, I guess, I guess that that that's maybe the a, a point about the sort of the 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 theme or the topic of the the show that the show is grounded at. It gives it gives that so much room to explore yeah. as compared to bright sessions, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's one of the reasons why that story the story feels more compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also yeah. I think the stakes are higher because they actually mm. get in trouble. So I, I mean, realistically, I guess in a in a uh, space station, you know, with little support because you're stranded by yourself, mm. it, all your worst feels come to realization, right? Like you know, lost in space, stranded yeah. in space. You're shouting and no one hears you. The air is like you know running out, things like that. So I think the characters they are like, pretty much at one point like nearly die or die, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode somebody's dying or die. So the stakes are very high. So it's like you're like, oh my god, are, you, are they really gonna kill off this character? But then it's like then you look at it four seasons, shouldn't they're not gonna kill off? <laughs> well, you can listen more and find out and then and then yeah. Uh, or whoever's listening out there, if you wanna get in really get into an episode and geek out over over a series, listen to this one and then you can geek out with Raven. She will yeah. she will talk she will talk your ear off. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think uh <laughs> we've uh, gone on a quite for, for quite a bit already, so I think that should do it. Yeah, yeah, we should do a sequel. Then let's talk about more. <laughs> <laughs> so many sh- good fictional dramas to talk about let's do another episode sometime yeah definitely I think oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, you can introduce me to new shows as well because like, there are just oh, so yeah, many. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, with these two shows, you know, that you've introduced, you opened up like a whole world of audio dramas that I didn't even know was that polished. I knew, I knew there were audio dramas, but I didn't know they were of this quality. And, you know, it's through this, it's through a, a, a platform like, like, a, like, like this show that I'm able to, to come across it. So, so yeah, thanks for that recommendation. And I hope, you know, some, you, you can, uh, and I hope some of, some of the listeners out there will also get, get drawn into this world, this amazing world of, uh, of, uh, audio dramas. It's like, it's like what you said. It's like, it's like what you told me the other day, right? It's that audio dramas, it's like the cutting edge of podcasting innovation. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, if you're a podcast fan and you know, you're, you, you, you're a fan of like interview shows and stuff like that, you're a little bit tired of that, of that format. You want to try out something new. This is really the, the sort of thing to try. It's, it's, it's a completely different experience. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, let's just put it that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. So with that, uh, brings the end to today's episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Raven, yeah, for coming on. Thank you for on. having me on your show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, for for the listeners out there who want to get in touch with you, who want to connect with you, where can they do so? Well, they can come and look for me. Uh, for my for my new website, uh, called Mealbox.life. Hmm. So it's a I recently me and Lingling we we set up a so, like a podcast sort of startup to help hmm. people. To, for podcast consulting and education. So, if, and we also have our own community called, uh, podcast co- uh, collective for, for the mm. fans. So, who, and we hope to, yeah, you know, for fans or people who want to do like, uh, podcasts, they can, co- yeah, come and look for, for me. You can find me on LinkedIn or you can, you know, email me at hello.podcasters at gmail.com if you want to connect with us. We are also going to launch a podcast soon about, uh, podcasting <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it's like I've been doing like different podcasts like after my comedy podcast I went yeah. I, I told you right recently I went to uh, I'm working with uh, as a podcast uh, producer for this uh, podcast called Free, uh, Freelance Creative Exchange a, a podcast yeah. the gig economy and in Singapore so it's like totally different from what I was doing <laughs> and now I'm going to do a another podcast about podcasting so it's like different different but yeah i guess variety yeah it's good yeah yeah, it's it's good to like dip your toes in like different things yeah different genres yeah Yeah, most of most of myself i'm also like trying to try different shows and stuff uh, so Mm -hmm. so yeah it should be interesting (laughs) yeah it is yeah so i look forward to what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) same here yeah all right. So then, uh, if you like this episode, please do a big favor by sharing it amongst your friends or by subscribing to the Economical Rice podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. All the links and details to the shows discussed in this episode will be available in the show notes on the website, www.economicalricepodcast.com. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback for the show, you can drop a message on the social media links in the description. Once again, this has been your host, Danny, with special guest, Raven at the Podcast Spotlight, the show by podcast fans for podcast fans.